0: January 2nd, 2022. This morning's class should be La'iloui Nishmat Aryeh ben Sara and for the Rafuash Elema of Eliyahu ben Sofi. We're continuing in Nefesh here in Sha'ar Daled Pere Kaf in the Blue Books. It's on page 725. He's in the midst of developing and discussing and furthering the conversation of the Ma'alot, the achievements of those who are Osek Ba Torah in the appropriate fashion. Continues. he says, "Vehu yakir mi ben de malka, mi de So, a person who studies Torah. As, yakir haben yakir li is the precious one. He's a member of the king's palace. He's a member of the king's temple. The hechalav, the king. Uh, what's he talking about? What's he referring to? Of course, he's talking about some sort of relationship. But more than relationship, it's an entrance into areas which are closed off to others. Those are key words. For the person who's immersed in Torah, for the Hakam, we might refer to him as we will later on, for him and only for him, at any time he has the ability to go and search and rummage through ginzed what's that, the storehouses, the uh, the inner chambers of the king and all the upper uh, uh, gates are open for him of course what he's referring to over here is a person who's involved in Torah for whom, uh, let's call it sodota Torah let's call it the uh, secrets of existence the understandings of uh, the underworkings the underpinnings of how everything fits together—that's an individual who achieves it. It's the hacham. Kima amaram zichronam livrachah. says the hachamim say ma etzotah. Called haosek b'torah dohak. Specifically over there, they're saying that the state of being in which a person is ideally involved in Torah is mitoch dohak, pat melach tochal, and so forth. In other words, they're. Up against the wall, meaning it's not a luxurious way. It would be aha if a person's in such a state of being and studying Torah lishman, the appropriate fashion. Bar Hanina af en ha pargod al lefanav lo od Such a person says that the pargod, this upper realm, is closed for is is not closed for him. It's open for him. Again, it's a reference to an understanding of the depths of Torah, the depths of existence. Any Anytime a Kabbalist uses the word or, they mean wisdom, they mean supernal wisdom, the utmost and highest understandings. As a person who enters into Torah in the appropriate fashion has the uh, uh, opportunity to be mistakil. Again, his word initially, and he'll return to this word, is it means people have flashes of inspiration at different junctures in their life. Person who's oshek b'torah, person who's truly thinking and living a life of thought of Torah, has it bechol eit razin ila indila. Raz means secret in Aramaic, and so razine ilayin means the upper secrets, means the elevated secrets, Dila aver of the Torah. Kmosh amru Torah. It's that which the Mishnah at the end of, well, in the Biraitan, the sixth chapter of Masechet Avodah says, Umegalin lo Torah. It's revealed for you the secrets of Torah. V'chein amru And his interpretation of Gemara Masechet Avodah Zarah in Daf Matters which are concealed top others, for the person who's immersed in Torah, they're migulin for him, they're mitgalin, they're revealed. I think you get the idea, but we're going to hopefully develop this a bit further. He's, he's good at doing this. He quotes many ma'amareh hazal to support himself. He brings it a bit forward as he goes. The Midrash says about Shemuel, not Shemuel Hanavi, but Shemuel, the emora, Sha'amar makira ni husot The statement of Shemuel is, I know the passageways, I know the streets of the heavens. Uh, What does that mean? Ask the Gemara. Has he been in the heavens? Is he uh, an astronomer? Is he a person who has observed the heavens? Rather, answers the Gemara: Mitoch she'aliyedeshi agab chokmatas shel Torah. Through his vision, his understanding of Torah, he in turn had a capability to understand others, or it was revealed to him other matters. Now, again, this goes in several fashions. First and foremost, there's just the general sharpness of mind. I remember a student of, uh, his name is Rabbi Vram Garwitz, of of, uh, the Rosh Yeshiva of Gateshead Yeshiva. A student of his was Rabbi Elk, who was a rabbi of mine at one juncture. He said that when the rabbi went to different cities, he immediately understood all the streets. In other words, he would be... Now, Brooklyn is easy, it's alphabetical and so forth, but if you're in other places, where there's alleyways, and oh, it's not so simple. He would look at a map and he'd have it immediately. That's a brilliance of mind. It's a mind which was sharpened by Torah. I don't think that's what we're referring to over here. What we're referring to over here is more than that. We're referring to an understanding, a capability to get the essence of matters, which is revealed by using the tool-toward essence, and that, of course, is Devar Hashem the Torah, u bemishle Beta, u So to speak, Torah opens up the upper chambers of the heavens. You need not be an astronomer to understand it. You can understand how the world works through a vision and understanding properly of Torah. Now that doesn't mean that you'll know all the planets' names and how they orbit and so forth. It means you'll understand their essence. You'll understand uh, not necessarily the course reality without an observance or observation. Observation of it rather. I mean you'll understand the point of it. As and commensurate to your struggle, your understanding, your 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 involvement in Torah. It's Opened up for you, Kadosh opens for you a deeper level of understanding. And furthermore, along the same lines, and here's where he segues into those words, Ruach HaKodesh. Ruach HaKodesh we oftentimes associate primarily with Nivua. Haram says the difference between Nivua and Ruach HaKodesh is just levels of perception. But his statement over here is a person who's studying Torah has revealed to him Ruach HaKodesh, he cites from a Zohar Zohar says Hakime Adif min Neviah The statement more than anything is those first few words. It's a Gemara which I'll cite afterwards as well from Matzech Bava Batra. It's that a Hacham is Adif. From a Navi, Adif, of course, means is, is on a higher level, is better, is greater. A hakam we envision a person who's immersed and understands Torah, who's revealed to him wisdom. A Navi is an individual, we assume as well, from the simple reading of the text of the Torah, who has revelations from God. Why is a Chacham greater uh, why is he on a higher platform than a Navi? And here's the distinction, says Zohar, and this is what I told you, Nefesh HaChayim was referring to at the beginning, At certain times, there's the revelation of Ruach Lo. Other circumstances, the Navi doesn't have that revelation. the minnehon Ruach rig'a there's no disappearance of Ruach HaKodesh, even for a small second, a single moment. Because they have a knowledge of the upper and lower. And in turn, they don't need, there's no necessity of an external revelation to them. Do you understand the difference? The difference goes as follows. A hacham, he describes, as an individual who internally, with their mind, has figured these matters out, and as a result, they're revealed, so to speak, within their essence. A Navi, although they've had the training in the Chokhmah, of course, the Mishnah, of course, the, the statement of the Hakamim, which Aram stresses, is that a person arrives at Nevuah when he's a Hakam. Ash is when it's a hacham, ashir, and anav, an individual who needs to rise to level and understanding to begin with. But nivu'ah fundamentally is a revelation from the outside. It's God, so to speak, bestowing knowledge upon you that's at specific junctures when necessary. A hacham, if it's a part of who you are, so then it's no longer withdrawing that money at appropriate times. It's just you have the money on you at all times. That's the difference between the two. As And similarly in tanah, so the statement here is once you've immersed and understood Mishnah, so Agadot, Gemara, Pilpul, that's when Ruach Hakodesh arrives. It's reminiscent of the Gemara Masech over there describing uh, what it means to understand Torah at a higher level brings you through the. St- the left's dealing with the students. It's dealing with the students of Hillel Hazakin, and it describes Jonathan Ben Uziel. And, and when the Gemara describes the highest and lowest of the students, the lowest of the students, as the Gemara, is an individual who knew mikra, midrash, halachot, Mishnah and so forth. And even devarim hamurim says the Gemara. What's devarim hamurim? That's matters like maase Merkava, maase bereshit. But it means the statement over here where you'd imagine well, where does ruach hakodesh fit? And it's once I've mastered the whole bit. That's not how it works. The statement over here is when you've done what the Gemara describes as the Dvarim Khtanim, the lower level matters. You see, Harambam in the Chotis Odea Torah envisions it as follows. Says harambam, you have to start with the lower matters, the Havayot, the Abayeh the Talmud as we know it, the immersion in, Halacha and the back and forth, and understanding the Talmudic methodology, and so forth. And once you've min, m'maleh so, once you've filled your, your your stomach with the fundamentals, well then you move on to the Dvarim Gedolim, that's what we're referring to for Haram Bam is metaphysics and physics for the Kabbalists, is the world of mysticism. You'd imagine as a result, well, when do I get to that Ruach HaKodesh? Not when I do, the basic elementary level Gemara Mishnah Mikra—that's the Hidush over here. The Hidush over here is that's arrived at immediately after. So then, what's the distinction between Dvarim Gedolim and Dvarim Ketanim? I don't understand. I thought you were telling me one is when I filled myself during the meal, and then I got the dessert afterwards, and that was the Ruach Hakodesh. Ritva, if I'm not mistaken, his commentary to Masechet Sukkah over there, he distinguishes as follows: He says when the Gemara says Devarim Ketanim, it says Havayot de'Abaye Abaye and Aba are always disagreeing because they're uncertain what the truth is. In other words, they are uncertain, is it Mutar or is it you have two different opinions. That's divarim ketanim. That's the lower level matters when you don't have a conclusion. It's not to say that halakha, mikra, mishnah and all that sort of matters are divarim ketanim. It's when you don't have a conclusion. That's divarim ketanim. So in short, the description over here, and it's a fundamental description, is that the revelation, so to speak, of Ruach HaKodesh is achieved through what you'd imagine was the base level courses of just getting myself in tune, aligned with the system, it's not the way it works. Why so? Back to our statement, <laughs> a hacham is an individual who internally has achieved that chokmah. as a result, this is miyad, this is becholait, as opposed to a navi is seeking it and finding it at specific junctures. Why is a navi achieving it and seeking it at specific junctures? For a purpose, right? In other words, that's the difference between a hacham and a navi as well. Whereas a navi is an individual, who, generally speaking, is leading. Others is, and we'll read this at the end. Most of the Fashim understand that word Navi is Niv time, which means your, your speech, the ability to utter with your lips. That's a Navi. A Navi is supposed to, generally speaking, transmit their understanding. That's They have a purpose. It means if there's no transmission necessary, if the community is doing great or the community is distant from it, whatever the circumstance is, the nations in one state or another, you don't have nevuah. It's only during junctures of necessity that they have that nivuah. A is very different. And a hacham again is being defined not merely as one who's entered into the uh, realm of sod, of razin, ilayin, and so forth, but that razin, ilayin is a manifestation of the initial stages. The initial stages are not just preparing you, they are a means to the Ruach Hakodesh itself. That's the description. It sounds like I'm speaking out there. I'll, I'll, in just a moment or two, hopefully prove this concept to you that the achievement of what we can and should call Ruach Hakodesh is there and imminent in the study of Torah if done appropriately. Videra Kilal Dramatically, we're saying Ruach Hakodesh is higher <laughs> level than Ruach Shalom. We're saying a hacham is adif minavi. That's so. harambam and the gemara is clear. Nivua is higher than ruach No, no, is no high, Dan... is Danny. Danny, Danny, it works as, Dr. Danny, it works as follows. You can have on you at all times $500,000. That's one circumstance, that's the hacham. You can alternatively, during crisis modes, and you don't have access to it other than during crisis modes, enter into your bank account to take out a million dollars. Who's the greater one? The greater one, the individual who at all times has that ability. Did they have the flash of Aspaklaria mi'ira or even She'ina mi'irah? They don't have that at all times. But they're carrying $500,000 on them at all times. That's Rah And that's the hakam who's achieved Rah Alternatively, the Nivu'ah is specific junctures. So you might say, well, there's qualities and there's, and there's and there's abilities to each that the other doesn't have. Certainly, if you're seeking one over the other, do you go to your Nivu'ah school or to your chokhmah school? Statement is to the chokhmah school. Why so? Because that becomes who you are. That becomes part and parcel of your your embodiment as a being, as a human being. If you look at it the yes. ultimate, it would be very worth argue that flesh is so, a uh, one of Haram Bam's Haram Haram principles of faith is that we cannot and should not Assume that the ideal is an achievable of Moshe Rabbeinu. It means to say, you're right, Rabbi. If I'm referring to Moshe, who, the way we understand it, at any juncture could tap into nevuah, no question that nevuah adif mi mechacham. Mi There's no question. We're talking about the navi, every single one aside from Moshe Rabbeinu, who, by definition, as Bam says, that's the distinction: a, they get it b'mara'ah u'b'hidot. It's a pasuk in the Torah, and b, they don't get it at any juncture. They get it when God so to speak flashes it to them. Does it to the consciousness and being the unconscious? The well, one the... and the same. Nivua is in an unconscious state of being and therefore yeah. and therefore but but I'm explaining to you and therefore that's not maybe it's your innermost core. But ultimately speaking, you're not just walking with it. Right. In other words, you got the flash and now you transmit it. You got it in a state of unconsciousness. So, so, so consciousness better be to be walking. That's it. That's it with the $500,000 on you. means you get raised up. Nefesh uses each of these statements interestingly because he could have used these in one of many situations. Because, could hey, you get elevated in terms of characteristics, You could say you get elevated in terms of, I mean, anything and everything. His description of the mitnase, means to raise. Up is for him your perceptive level, your understanding is greater vis a vis the Torah. He says it's not only Zoram, which he quoted in the middle of the page, but it's a Gemara Furesh, the Masecha Bava Batrach, Hemoshe Katuv, Hacham. He now quotes from another Zohar, and he's winding down his conversation of this matter. He says, what's the difference, says Zohar, between us, we, who study Torah, Oftentimes, those are the words in Zohar. If you haven't picked up on that yet, it's mishtadlele. Whereas the Gemara will often say Torah Torah. In Zohar, it's often mishtadlele for one reason or another. Anyway, what's the difference? And also tahaze as opposed to what do we have in Gemara, tashema, of course, because Zohar, uh, generally speaking, is Chachme Eretz Israel. Well, first and foremost, says says Jared, it's the book of splendor, of light, certainly of radiance. But in Talmud Yerushalmi, you often have tahazeh as well. The vision of the, the Talmud Yerushalmi of Eretz Yisrael was, I mean, we could, we could wax poetic on this, Rav Cook liked to talk about, liked to write about this. The difference between Chachmei Eretz Yisrael and Chachmei Bavel. is in Eretz Yisrael, their vision of life was one in which Torah is revealed to us. Whereas in Bavel, it was Hoshivani, it was this cloudy darkness as we saw in the Gemara Masechet Sanhedrin, right? In other words, and which one's greater? So you might make the claim of either. Now, this is not talking about a specific juncture. It's just parenthetic. Right? So, of course, uh, Rav Kook says, of course, it's Eretz Yisrael. If it's revealed to you, there's no question. Nitziva Valazhin, who was a Zionist, but long before we had Yeshuva uh, it says, what are you talking about? Which one's greater? When do you understand more? When you're placed in the dark room and you have to touch around in order to actually understand and know where you're walking? I talked about this on Shabbat. Or is it when everything's revealed in front of you, everything's revealed in front of you, you lose your sensitivity to details? It's when you're in the darkness that's when you truly understand. Anyway, what's the difference between us, the Mishkadele, who study Torah, to the prophets, the Inun, they who we who study Torah, uh, we are Adif. From the Nevi'im, bechol at all times. Mytama, what's the reason? Di inun kayeme b'derga'ilah yatir min Nevi'im. Inun de mishta deleb oraita kayeme le'ila b'atrade kret Torah. Dehu ki yuma dechol mehem nutar Nevi'im. Kayeme le'tata b'atrade kret nesahod alda inun de mishta deleb oraita adif min ve'ila'in me'nehon yatir. He distinguishes zohar does between two realms: a realm of Torah and a realm of and Hod. It says, Netzach and Hod is a way of connecting matters, that's the Navi. Torah is above and beyond, it's the vision of Nefesh HaChayim throughout. It's as I told you Rabbi Dr. Na- Norman Lamb points out, that's a basic and major difference between Nefesh HaChayim and uh, Chabad Hasidut and other Hasidut in the vision of Torah, whereas Hasidut places within the domains, within the realms of existence, Torah very high up there, for Nefesh HaChayim it's above and beyond it's above, it's in the realm of in it's perhaps above the realm of in whereas Hasidullah is really up there, and that's a nuanced difference, but it's a fundamental one. Says Rabbi Lehm, says that's the difference. The difference is, is it just a elevated approach, or is it the above all approach? That's Nefasha Hayim's vision of this, and that's how he concludes this period over here with the words of Zohar, it's for that reason that they've achieved, they've risen to 100% level than even the Neveem, we refer to the Mishtadelim torah So to, in, in a sentence, or two, three sentences, say this Perik, before we supplement it a bit, what Nefesh Ha'chayim has set forth fundamentally is a person immersed in Torah, a person who's studying Torah, his or her vision of the world is altogether different. What he refers to as Razin the, Ila'in, uh, the, the higher and supernal secrets are revealed. Now that's a description that he had from Shimuel, if you recall, Shimuel has revealed to him the uh, astronomical workings (laughs) of the universe. Now I'm explaining, I'm suggesting, doesn't mean necessarily, the Gemara Masech Pisachim seems to say quite the opposite, that there was an absolute vision amongst the Chachamim as to the physical reality of space, of the, but, but what it does mean is that the essence of them is revealed, which I think we can understand. If you're if you're accessing a work, which is the underpinnings of existence, even if you haven't experienced the existence itself, even if you haven't empirically uh, studied it and, and 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 envisioned it, well, you still have a basic, in, or more than a basic, you have the depth of understanding because you got the instruction manual, even if you haven't actually engaged it. That's the vision here throughout, and as a result, a hacham the navi might have the flash of inspiration, quote unquote, from above but the Hacham is the one who's walking with that understanding, what we're referring to as Ruach HaKodesh throughout. All right, well, that all being the case, let's for a few moments read uh, uh, some of the sources that he doesn't mention or those that he touches on, which will very much, in my mind, fill out this point, uh, give it a fuller vision and, and understanding. The Gemara Bava Batran, Daf Yod Bet, to my mind, the most important one here in this uh, chapter, it ends with the bottom two lines that I gave you are adif min navi. That's that statement, okay? But before that, there's an interesting reference as well. Amar bi min chifah, miyom min From the days of the destruction of the Mikdash, there's no longer Nevoah amongst, amidst the prophets, but it was given to the hachamim. as the Gemara, navihu. That's a strange question. What does it mean, is a hacham not a navi? That's right, a hacham is not a navi. Answers the Gemara, hachekamah this is what it means, even though it was taken from the prophets, min ha hachamim lo nitila was never taken from the hachamim. You understand the reference over there? The reference over here is that hachamim, if you read it in a simple fashion, Rashi and Ramban debate how to read this Gemara, but we're going to go with Ramban for the moment. The statement is that the hachamim have some achievement of nevuah. Now we have to return to as well, what's Miyom Shahara Bet Mikdash? Why get rid of? I mean, that's a very basic and simple question. Why don't we have Nivuatara? If we still have chokmah, if we stayed with the Hachamim, says Ramban in his interpretation to the Gemara here in the second source, even though the vision of neviim has ceased, listen to the word, Ha Beruah Those are the words, it says Hakamim have a way at arriving at truth through Ruach HaKodesh, what's the last word? BeKirbam, in their midst, which is a part of them. That's the difference between navi and Hakam The navi achieves it externally from a flash from the outside. The hakam has it from Kirbam to the extent that and in Hidusheh Agadot of Maharal over there he then interprets the next words hakam Adif Minavi exactly along the lines that we've been describing and developing thus far it says Maharal says, you want to know why hakam Adif Minavi exactly because of that initial statement the initial statement was well it was taken from the Nevi meaning there's no external inspiration any longer it's for that reason that the Hacham Adif because the hakam has it at his or her disposal at all times. It's the Navi needs the out external uh, flash. Says the Maharal. He says, Nebuah is in some way hard to decipher. It's going to come sometimes, it's going to arrive in specific circumstances. It's not through uh, solving riddles or having inspiration or flashes of one sort or another. There's a clarity of vision. And he says, oh, wait a second. Does that mean, well, we still have a Navi? knows the future does he not says Mahara, well, Hacham does as well. In fact, Haram Bam, when he describes Nebuah in a noteworthy section in Moray Nebuchim, he stresses that much, not all, much of the perception of Nebuah is really an outcome of chokmah, which means to say if you truly grasp reality, if you've analyzed the world and taken into account to the person, people around you, and the workings of society, and anything and everything that goes into it, you can make bold and strong predictions, and you could speak quite definitively uh, against Allah, be able to determine that. Now that's not to say that's the final stage of nivuah, but that's the chokmah stage of nivuah. That's what we're referring to as ruach ha Does that mean it's not God? Godly inspired. Well, Godly inspired is a vision of chokmah in general. So there's no final flash of some sort or another. But that's a hacham. Yes, doctor. Why focus on the wise telling the future though? It? it seems like if you look at most of the nivuot we have, they're not. I'm not. I'm not. He's only throwing that in, in this context once he set forth for we you. Hacham adiv nabi. But we do know some nivim do know the future. He's not. And I purposefully have not for the reason that, contrary to what most people believe nivuah is, it's only about, I've quite the opposite, I've stressed stressed the fact that the Navi is a tool and instrument for their society and time. It's a person who brings forth an understanding and preaches to their people, that's clear. Sometimes it's through a perception of the future, says Maharaj, well, and he's Adif, says Maharaj, not really, because HaKam has it as well, yes, Moshe? So a little confused, in terms of, we're saying, we're suggesting says you can't be a navi unless you're What's that? How do we define the difference between even the Gemara saying that two hacham will love Nabi? Like, what's the difference? How are we defining the navi versus the hacham? It means the navi's general understanding of the world comes through those flashes. It means the hakams generally, although he might have moments of nivwa as well, is through an internal and, 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 and holistic understanding. Better or worse, what is it? I gotcha. What is it in your life that you seek? It's always important for us to, to place an ideal on a certain pedestal, which I can look at and say, that's what I'm working toward, whether I'm going to achieve it or not. Am I seeking an external flash from heavens, or am I alternatively seeking an internal growth? That's a that major idea, difference. That is something that a person can strive towards. That's and Navi that we, we have, Bam likes to stresses this in two places, that uh, when you have Elisha who's going to see, find Eliyahu, so he turns to the Beneha HaNevi'im, searching for where Eliyahu went. Of course, he ends up seeing Eliyahu rising to the heavens. Who are the Beneha HaNevi'im? So what the Chachamim state, and Bam says it. It's those who are in yeshiva for prophecy, the prophecy yeshiva. Which means, say, yes, you can in some way seek it. How do you seek it, ironically? It's through chokhmah. Right, but you're right. The training is along the lines of chokhmah, but the vision, the perspective, more than anything, it's whenever we talk about. I mean, b'zman hazet lehavdil mamash. They talk about who's the greatest of all time in sports. Who cares? And that's always the final line, right? Who cares? It doesn't matter. Whatever. But everybody wants to know. Why does everyone? We don't want to know just for our intellectual. Whatever. We want a vision of the ideal and once I have a vision of the ideal I know what I'm striving toward I know what to compare others to I know what in turn is my challenge so I think this is a big enough coming mean it has a general and all-encompassing perspective it has to do with my relationship with God as well am I seeking from Him more inspiration from outside or am I alternatively focused more internally on the chokmah, which I know will be tapping into Him so to speak with my it's, it's you know put it in Kabbalistic terminology it's a question of tzimtzum being, being a tzimtzum um, <laughs> from within to outside or a tzimtzum internally? Do you understand the difference? We talk about it in the context of, of God, for example, the, many talk about this, uh, but, but it, it goes like this. Do I envision tzimtzum in the classic sense, in the classic Kabbalistic sense, it's that so to speak, again, concepts beyond our simple understanding, God, in order to bring forth existence in a, for, of a world, needed to contract from it. He needed to contract from it because otherwise he's m'malek almin, there would be no space, For anything aside from his essence, which of course paradoxically it still is. Okay, that's one vision, just for our. Alternatively, it's that he contracted inward. How did he contract inward? It's the Midrash in Parashat uh, Terumah. I think it is. Uh, Parashat Tisavet perhaps. The Midrash says that uh, Kadosh Baruch Hu turns to Moshe and says, I want you to make for me a sanctuary, Mishkan. Moshe says, how great and how grand is this going to be? Well, I, don't, I don't have the materials. I don't have the resources to build something for you. He says, no, it's just a few cubits by a few cubits, a few amot by a few amot. That's all I want you to do and I will be mitzamsim shechinati betocho, which means to say I'm going to then inject my inward, I'm gonna contract internally. those are two very different in in Sha'ad Gimal, Nefesh perhaps as well a little bit he describes these sorts of two different visions of how to understand God's presence which are important questions think about it in our relationships with one another as well, I want to with my children both be involved I want to be mitzamtim internally but give them the space but at the same time I want to be mitzamtim outward, two visions in terms of, okay now when I come back to this matter, do I want my relationship with God and with the world to be one in which I'm seeking his tzimtzum into me or alternative, excuse me, am I, am I seeking from that external being that he come, or am I alternatively seeking him? Uh, that's the hacham, ubi misham I'm seeking, that's the vision uh, perhaps I've obscured it with the example but that's the... I know we look at, we're trying to, not only time of despair but we look at right? Only during times of need not despair. We're in times of despair, and now the argument could be made. But, but but there's an unnecessary reality. That's the statement of the Gemara. For one reason or another, there's no longer a necessity for Nivua. Instead of envisioning this as, oh, we're in a sorrowful state, so we can't get Nivua, it's no longer the domain of Nivua. I think for the is that you can look at Shmuel. Shemuel uses his sheep. They go after nothing, they go after nothing, they're asking for mundane things. not like this miraculous thing I you use a the nation is dying in despair. I lost my sheep, me go ask the Navi. And on demand, it seems, you can go and ask God, this is where your sheep are, and, and, and it was just a typical day-to-day, but you kind of lost it, it seems. I'm not certain. I'm not certain that, 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 that you have that right, because that, those conversations with the Navi, I think, are now paralleled with, quote-unquote, a hacham, or internally as a hacham. I think when we refer to the Navi in this context, we're referring to the Navi as the public individual. As the visionary for, for the people, I, 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 you're, you're right. You're right. That was another one of and, and as as Moshe said earlier, in order to become a navi, you have to go through the, the realm of chokmah. But what we're referring to is not that day-to-day conversation with him. We're talking about the larger scale matters. It's not the differentiating that chokmah uh... from the regular Torah sages. Say it again. Ravon says that the Nabi perfects himself, and then if Hashem chooses to give a new law, he gets a new law. The Gemara says that. The rabbis have something that the don't have. Right. Yes. But I don't understand what that is. But it sounds like they're of
1: themselves. But
0: their day-to-day engagement is not one through chokma; it's one through Nivuah. That's it. Right. Could but, they tap into chokma? Certainly. But, but if it was better, why wouldn't they? What? Why are they studying to be nivua when they're getting more from the chokma? Because their role is to inject the sparks of Nivuah. This is my general problem. You are, you are saying that this is better. You're trying to say that it of course, Nebuah higher than this Rewah HaKadosh at the beginning of Chachma. You haven't, every proof that we've said so far has said that, that this is higher level than Nebuah. How so? Not at all. What they were saying, this is, not saying, at all. Saying, every single one of them has stated that because of the constancy... Sages are superior to prophets in every way. Of course. But not... Okay, so that's an exaggerated line I mean, I don't have a problem with those words But you want to say in every way means even in terms of their depth of perception? No That's not what it means no, I mean, I Because mean, then it goes on t- I just, I just No, 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 no but but but, that but, but doctor Then it goes on to ask the question How's it so? What type of question is that? How's it so? And the answer is a practical reason That's the answer it, it doesn't mean it in an absolute sense Mabruk to, to, to further demonstrate this point, Talmud Yerushalmi here in the next source, the contrasts Nevi'im to hachamim. it says a Navi to prove himself, he needs to do exactly that, he needs to bring an Ot or a Mofet in order to prove the veracity, the truthfulness of their vision. A hacham need not do that, why not? Because a hacham is just touching on Emet, the Navi is getting a flash, is getting an inspiration externally, he needs to now set forth a proof for it, to the extent that when we talk about hachamim and chokmah being a man of of Ruach HaKodesh, there are two very well-known statements of Ra'avad. Ra'avad was a Provencal, he was a southern French rabbi, he lived a little bit, he overlapped, but then lived after Haram time. Of course, we know with has Sagot, his notes is, uh, on, on Mishneh Torah of Harambam. In two places, amongst others, but in two places, he has the following line. One is in Hilchot Lulav, of all places, talking about Hadash and Iktam Roshow. Forget about the Halakha, here's his statement. K'var Ruach HaKodesh his statement is: We had ruach hakodesh, and we determined it's pasul. Similarly, in Elchot Beta Bechira, when he's talking about kedushat, kedushat harabayit hazeh, he writes over there: Kach niglali. I put it in bold: Hashem from the glory of God to those who fear Him. Of course, the basic question is: you're so excited that you had inspiration from heavens to determine the salahah. What are you talking about? But the response needs to be as Hatam Sofer says in the next source. He doesn't mean with Nivua, He means with Ruach HaKodesh. What do I mean by Ruach HaKodesh? I mean the Chokhmah of Ruach HaKodesh. He means through my delving, through my understanding of Torah, I now envision what I've arrived at as Ruach HaKodesh. I've touched on, I've tapped into Chokhmah Ila'ah, the ability to reveal those Razin uh, Ila'in as, as Zohar referred to them. Pachad Yitzhak, Rav Hutner here in the next source on the other side, in his Ma'amar Chet, in Hanukkah, and Otva, he starts over, he writes, Minavi, and he says, and I'll tell you why. And he goes on to describe much of what we described, but, you know, much better than what we just described. He says, you're dealing with two different stages, and this is really tapping into those initial words in the Gemara, miyom shechara Beta mikdash He says, when I have a mikdash, so my relationship vis-a-vis God is one of speech. And as a result, I need the speaker to transmit that. Uh, not not necessarily a greater dimension of perception, but another way of understanding and engaging with a person is without speech, it's with mind, it's with emotion. That is where chokmah comes in, which means to say that whereas Navi, Bizman HaMikdash, was a necessary component of transmitting the Dibur of God to others, the Hacham post, post-destruction. Now certainly, so, well, Dr. Danny will tell us, well that's just kind of sugarcoating the reality, that you still have something. But there is, there is an ironic um, uh, um, greater stage post-destruction. And that is that I can find God within silence. I can find God without his direct speech to me. It's the Mahashachim it's the hacham. That's a statement. That's what Rav Hodner says. Rav Hodner says the difference between where you had nevuah. Certainly nevuah will give you this elevated understanding in moments, but that's when you need speech. I love to say it all the time, the beginning of Parashat Vayera. I said at graduation a few years ago. And he says to him, what? No speech from God to Abraham. And according to Rashi, he stops God and says, "Stay right over here. I'm going to go take these uh, these guests." I mean, what type of what's the? And in truth, it doesn't say Vayera el Abram, it says Vayera elav." So it's a continuation of what happened at the end of Parashat Lech Lecha, Berit Mila. So what does he say to him? The answer is he doesn't need to say anything. They're at a moment where they can connect without speech. That's the hacham, that's the ability to attach without the necessity of speech. Now, the difference between hacham and navi in this context, I would say, is that the hacham, again hears it externally and then lets it internalize within them. It's the pasuk I love to quote. At Ma'amad Har Sinai, there was a kol gadol ve yasaf. There was this great noise and it lo yasaf. Unkelusra. one of the interpretations in that she says, it was an unceasing noise, which means to say the hatam taps into that unceasing noise, whereas the navi needs the sparks, needs the flashes the Hacham finds that unceasing noise, which just continued from Ma'amat Arsinai onward, to the extent that in a midrashic statement here, Masechet Sanhedrin Aleph, Tanura Banana Koreh Pasuk Shir Hashirim Ve'Oseh Oto If a person reads a pasuk and turns it into a song, he brings destruction to the world. Of course, it's you know, what are you going to do about all our Kumsitzes and Yaakov Shweki and anyone and everyone else? What do you want me to tell you? The answer is Midrashim Halukim. But that's the statement of the Gemara. But there are some who won't sing Pesukim for that reason. I'm not one of them. Anyway, that's the statement. What sort of statement? Even in Midrash, forget about Halakha. What, even in Midrash, what sort of statement is that? Says Maharal and it's hidushah gadot, Because studying Torah means hearing the voice of God. Stop opening your mouth. Allow it for it to penetrate within you. That's the Kol Gadov V'lo yasaf. To the extent that I now apply it to our, our, our context, to our conversation, where as the navi needs to now transmit it, open his mouth and to tell others what he heard, what he saw. The hacham just allows it to penetrate. So the hacham taps into this kol gadol, v'lo yasaf, and any and every juncture, because for the hacham, the apprehension, the comprehension, the ability to understand it, is just there, it's just a part of who they are, whereas the nivuah per se, is circumstances and segments and time in which they find something. In short, nefesh hahayim sets forth for us a perspective on what we're seeking. Are we seeking those flashes of inspiration? We'll enjoy those when they come. Or are we alternatively in life looking to immerse ourselves in a depth of understanding? A depth of understanding is something that becomes a part of us. It's internalized. It's not that external reality which needs to then be spoken, as Rav Huttner, as Maharal spoke, t- told us about. It's rather just a part of my essence. That's why, hachama adif min as your involvement in the world and the life around you uh, progresses, what is it that you're seeking? You're seeking through prayer, through Torah, some sort of external revelation or... Is the experience of the study, is the achievement within the study, within the prayer, within the connectedness, worth it in and of itself? Baruch HaDumayi Le'Olam. Amen amen